We're back. We made it another week somehow. I feel like I say that every single time we start one of these shows, but uh, it's worth noting. Every it time. really feels like that's worth noting. Uh, I'm Daniel. I'm Scott. I'm Gilly. We're back with another week of the worst year of our lives WCW Nitro in the year 2000. This week it is February 14th, 2000, emanating from the Nassau Coliseum in Uniondale, New York. It's Valentine's Day. Uh, Just us gals having our own little party. Yes. Uh, and on the subject of New York, uh, if you were to ask, uh, that, was, that was part of the big opening of this show. They made a big deal of being in New York, the biggest uh, you know, uh, city in the world, metropolitan area in the world. But Showing shots of Manhattan. Yes, yeah. for sure. And uh, they did eventually, once they brought, brought us into the arena, we're sort of like, oh, okay, we're, we're at the Nassau Coliseum, guys. <laughs> but, like, but initially, they're kind of trying to pull the uh, wool over our eyes a little bit. Um, so this was an eventful show. It was a bad show. It was a really oh, bad yeah. show. It was also a long show. I, yeah. guess, I guess it was a three-hour show. Is, uh, was this the worst show we've seen? I think it could have been. This had to be the worst it show was we've seen. This, this it, or episode one, I think, would be the worst. Because yeah, that tag title term was fucking terrible, too. Yeah, that was bad. That at least... F- the matches were short and inoffensive, yeah. I felt. Even though they were kind of offensive. They were offensive. This this was just... Yeah, it was long... Uh, it, Without commercials, it was a little over two hours. I don't think it would have been a three-hour show when it aired, but probably a good two and a half, two forty maybe. Which, yeah, which is a weird it's length a, for a show. Doesn't make any sense. Maybe, maybe it was a two-hour show with just a giant fuck-ass overrun, yeah. like where the, where the overrun was the last two matches. Yeah, basically. Um, as as, uh, as Kelly brought up, they're like, "Well, if you're at home watching wrestling on Valentine's Day, you might as well fucking watch it all night because you're not going anywhere else." Yes, basically. What else are you doing then? So uh, things got started with a boom as they uh, as they t- typically do on these nitros. Jeff Jarrett and the Harrises came out to talk, which I feel like that's what they do every week, basically. Yeah. Jarrett and the Harrises, aka the, the entire elite. NWO, yeah, I was say, the elite NWO. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega before the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, basically, right? This is the elite. This is the this is the superior version, also. Yes, because uh, we no longer have Scott Hall. He wasn't even on this show. No. No. And he's, he's on the pay-per-view. I bet there's days. a 90% chance he was supposed to be on this show. Quite likely. Yeah. Because he does make it to the pay-per-view, but he never makes it to another WCW show after that. True. Uh, so I'm pretty sure he... Like, the guy in the main event of the pay-per-view probably should have made an probably appearance been there. on the go-home Nitro. Uh, Scott Steiner has been sent home paid uh, due to the promo that I recreated last week. <laughs> Uh, Bret Hart is MIA because of, Forever, of I think. Bill yeah. Goldberg and Terry Funk. Uh, Kevin Nash has now jumped from the NWO and I guess has restarted the Wolfpack. It's the music game. He I comes do. out to the Wolfpack. At any rate, he's a face. Yes. He's a face. He's back. He's in a wheelchair with sexy nurses. Kind of um, got a little fat. I, I mean, that's fair. He did have yeah, yeah. foot surgery yeah. or whatever. Um, so him Not and... Not as fat as some people on this oh, show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Him I and can Jared, think of two. Uh, yeah. Jarrett, who uh, initially came out with the whole bevy of NWO women, who they then quickly like shoot away. Yeah. And other than maybe real no one, one segment in the back, I don't think we saw any of them for the rest of the show. Yeah, there's just the one. Um, and the but the one segment where they did have them, it seemed like there were so many that I thought the NWO women had started reproducing asexually. <laughs> Osmosis. So uh, the long the just the gist of it is. Jarrett... It's mitosis, Kelly. Mitosis is a- asexual reproduction. Osmosis is the passage of water through a membrane of surface. Come on. Eh, same thing. 
So the just fluids a, are uh, exchanged. Yeah, that's the point. They're not. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> So, uh, Jarrett just keeps calling uh, Nash slap ass oh, as opposed yeah, to slap, slap nuts. nuts. He was referring to the people generally as slap nuts at the beginning of the promo, but when he was addressing Nash directly, it did become slap ass. He was slap yeah. ass. Uh, slap Nash, ass is a game, not a person. <laughs> Nash then decided to make Jarrett versus Sid as the main event for the the show tonight so the two of them could wear each other down for the three-way dance that he then announced uh, for the pay-per-view also involving Scott Hall yeah. who as we stated was not there yeah. and also going into the show before that announcement on the Go Home Nitro the premise of the show was we don't know what the main event of the pay-per-view is yes uh, and it's initially announced that it is a non-title match yes tonight in the main event also, Kevin Nash makes a Billy Squire reference to yeah. Jeff Jarrett. Uh, other way around. Jarrett makes a reference to Nash about his 8-track player playing Billy Squire. No, Kevin no, Nash, Nash makes does. the reference. I thought it was Jarrett making the reference. No, because no, he's, he's making fun of Jarrett. He's like, you can go put on your in your, in your single-wide trailer in yeah. Nashville, throw on oh, your Billy you're Squire. Right, you're right, you're yeah. right, you're right, you're right. Okay. Uh, Kevin Nash, cooler than I thought he was. Anyways. That's not true. Um... So our first match, uh, we have we have a little bit of preamble. Three count are uh, practicing their choreography in the back. Uh, Lane and Idol, the team whose names I never knew were that. Yeah, they're there with Norman Smiley. Up with Norman Smiley. Norman's trying to convince them to wear matching New York Islanders gear with him. Um, they're talking about looking fly in their current outfits, which are very. Circa 2000. 2000. Oh, so. They are very of the time. Um, and they are then, shiny, open shirts. And then the former Lodi, now known as Idol, decided that he was above wrestling this match. He instead was going to go to the club. And fuck rats. We never see him again. Lane is the one who is on the cell phone saying that he's currently talking to rats. rats. Yeah. yeah. They say rats three times in this promo. Yes. Lane also has the worst chin strap ever. Oh, it's awful. As we said, it's not even entirely a chin strap because the... The strap, the strap down the side of the jaw yes. is not down the side of the jaw. No. It's down like the middle of his cheek. Yeah, it cuts, it cuts in under his cheekbone. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. horrible. So, uh, our first match then. Two on three handicap. Yes. Three count versus Norman Smiley. And Lane. And Lane. Yes. Lenny Lane, who sucks for well, the record. He's a bad wrestler. He's, he's awful. He's not a good wrestler. He's bottom two wrestlers in this match. Yes. Does do a bottom one in this match. Evan Courageous also sucks. He was better than Lane in this match. No, Evan's better than Lane for sure. Lane, uh, there's a dive... Shannon Moore sucked in this match. Shannon Moore did suck in this match. Everyone kind of sucks except for Norman. Shannon Moore had horrible punches. Um, Norman wasn't even really that good because he was wearing, in addition to the aforementioned New York Islanders jersey, he's wearing goalie pads. So he couldn't fucking move. Um, But he does take them off at some point. Yeah. Um, So yeah, there's a bunch of dives... Uh, Lane attempts to do what's essentially an air hoovy somersault. Somersault off of Shane Helms's back onto two people. Onto uh, Shannon Moore, Norman and Shannon. Yes, and he undershoots, undershoots both of them. Oh, he, he, and yeah. flatbacks it. Dives. Yeah. yeah, flatbacks on the floor. Goes to heaven. Then his soul leaves his body. <laughs> Helms does a dive. Uh, Courageous does a dive. All to zero reaction no, from, from the crowd. Nobody cared. No. Um, they kind of fuck around. Miss Hancock comes out. She was on commentary she, yeah, saying she, Lane and Idol should have never left her. Yeah. Uh, and then attempts... Probably correct. Attempts to make a statement by getting them to play her music. 
She jumps up on the table, lets her hair down, and proceeds and to... And it turns out she's pretty! <laughs> Thanks, Freddie Prince Jr. Can <laughs> um, you believe it? So she proceeds she's to kind of go-go dance, I yeah, guess, on, on, on the... Dance. On the table. Shaking her assets. Uh, Wait, well, and for what's clearly supposed to be a distraction finish. Yes. But no one is distracted nope. by it for a really long time. Kudos to those guys. Yeah. Real professionals. They just continued to do their match while the camera's focused on her. Yeah. Eventually, Lane gets powered to the floor. That's when he gets distracted. Yeah. Um, but it really leads to nothing because she leaves. She leaves. Uh, Norman gets a, a, I don't know, a Shannon Moore or a Shane Helms or an Evan Courageous. I can't remember which one. <laughs> In a chicken wing for like a long oh, time. Courageous. Yeah. Uh, little Nate yeah. is still distracted by Stacy for a long time. Yes. Then eventually looks down and is like, "Oh, you submit." Yeah, you've been you've been <laughs> tapping all this time. <laughs> you've been tapping for a long time. So we're building to Norman taking on all three of them at the pay per view. Nothing but beating them so far. He's had three singles matches and now this three on two handicap. He has beaten them with his finish every, every single time. time. Yeah. Yep. Norman conquest. Yeah. Uh, next up was, uh, what for most of the show was the best match of the night. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Tank Abbott, our number two with a bullet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. In the WCW rankings. Yeah. In, the, in the Hot 100 rankings. We do make, we do make a new list of 100, uh, every night. Episode. There's probably legitimately 100 people employed by this company sure. right now, so. Lanny Poffo is always top 50. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, versus Rick Fuller. Yeah, a New Japan pro wrestling, uh. Mid-2000 tour doer for yep. some reason yep yep veteran of uh 2003 new japan rick fuller um this goes 30 seconds generously maybe yeah 30 40 um rick, fuller, rick fuller a huge man yeah wearing a loose singlet yes which begs the question yeah what size is that singlet or maybe he lost weight who was that singlet for was it for a fatter rick fuller perhaps this That's, is possible it said something on his tights too or on the, or the fuller magazine. effect yeah fuller effect i'm like yeah. you not on that singlet <laughs> No, he did not have the fuller effect on that yes. single. Um, Tank manages to get him in like an over-the-shoulder lift and slams him down pretty yeah, good. Like a big, yeah, big like lifting double leg. Thing. And then follows and up with his with his punch, face. and that's and, and <laughs> go ahead. Uh, proceeds to leave the ring before the count the knockout is even been, like registered. Knows it's a KO. Yeah, I mean, what if he gets counted out though? No. He doesn't care. I guess not. It's tank. As they said in the promo, it's more about putting the guy in the hospital than wins and losses. This is true. There is a promo later on where they're setting up the big tank versus big Al match for uh, Super Brawl in six days, which, go out of your way to watch the match, maybe my favorite match from WCW in 2000. <laughs> if you watch one match from Super Brawl, certainly let it be that one. Absolutely. Or Big T versus Booker T. <laughs> so, the next match I really don't understand. Uh... Billy Kidman and Vampiro versus La Parca and the artist formerly known as Prince Iakea, or as he was known back in the day, Tafka Pappy. Tafka Pappy. Tafka Pappy. <laughs> Very true. Uh, I'll tell you exactly what's going on in this match. It makes perfect sense. Uh, Kidman and Vampiro have an adversarial and yet respectful relationship. Sure. They have had some singles. They have traded some wins. Sure. And they are not above... Uh, teaming with each other because they're good because they're good guys because they're yeah. good guys they're, sure. both, they're both baby faces as uh, as they say in the vernacular of the pro wrestling sure and Prince Iakea Prince and Iakea is on his way on Thunder to compete in the semifinals of the cruiserweight title tournament which we have seen almost nothing of yes which he spoiler will win and go to the finals of yes. at the pay per view against Lash Theroux yes 
uh, and Laparka is a gentleman. <laughs> there you go. Um, Laparka's awesome. Yeah, it's a big surprise. I liked his gear in this. Yeah, it was good. It was more uh, uh, more white than usual. Yeah. Yes. But not the all-white crazy thing that he bleeds in in, like, the 2000s in Mexico. Yes. Uh, Laparca and Vampiro Shocker worked pretty well together, actually. Yeah. Um, early on, uh, Prince Ikea tries to cut off Vampiro, and either unbeknownst to him, or he just decides he's not going to sell for Prince just Ikea. Then, it's the thing where, like, the guy runs against the ropes, and the, the partner of his opponent throws a knee up and hits him in, like, the small of the back, yeah. and then you're supposed to sell it. But Vampiro just kept on he just running. He ran right through it. Yeah. Fuck um, out, Vampiro. They, uh... A, a short minute afterwards, I think Vampiro hits, like, a spinning heel kick to Laparka, who, uh, bails out of the ring on it. And on his head. fucking dies. Oh, yeah. yeah, falls backwards between the like, first he, and second he rope. Stick, he sticks his butt out between the first and second rope, and then just keeps going and yeah. falls on his head. Yep, yep, yep. Kind of like the bump that AJ used to take off of Joe's yes, kick. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, although, like, a nicer, like, old man falling out of bed version of that. Yeah. Than, than the violent getting kicked in the chest version of that. Yeah, he just did it all himself. It was it was that bump without Joe. Yeah, so uh, Vampiro basically uh, they get a little bit of heat on Vampiro. Uh, Vampiro, uh, yeah, like they get heat on Vancouver on Vancouver on Vampiro. Yeah, uh, he makes his own comeback. Yeah. yeah, makes a hot tag to Billy Kidman. Yes, and leaves. leaves. Yes, yeah, nothing bad happens. No, <laughs> no, they were fine. Yep, they just left. Yep. And then, because uh, uh, Tafka Pappy's on his way to uh, the finals, he yep. gets to beat uh, Kidman in the two-on-one. With the uh, jumping off the second rope DDT, which I thought, when hit properly, was kind of a cool move back in the day. Yep. And this looked okay. Kidman took a good. Yep. Yep. Kidman took a well. Um, the, in kind of a throwaway, but not really, uh, Kevin Nash is just on the phone, and... He, whoever he's talking to is just like, oh yeah, Sid and Jared, that match I made earlier, okay, it's, it's, for, it's for Jared's title now. I don't, no, that's the tease. In, the, in this thing, they just say, it's a title match. Uh, and then later they say, ha it's Jared's title. Gotcha. Fair enough. Gotcha. Uh, well, then there's this fucking shit with the Mamelukes and the wedding. The, yeah, the Mamelukes attend a wedding reception. In the arena. Backstage, in a tent, at the arena. And this is like a show-long storyline that yes. goes on forever. Yeah. So, uh, one of their uh, sisters, I guess, is getting married. Sure. Then their mom's there, aunts, uncles, cousins, etc. Lots of stereotypical Italians. But, hey, hey, oh, oh, yeah, oh pasta. Everyone, everyone, like, everyone's doing mom, an Andrew Dice Clay mentality. Yeah, Johnny the Bull not wanting to eat the pasta because he's watching his carbs and he's wanting his protein, but his grandma's like, hey, his you, gotta eat, you gotta eat this stuff. If only he could protect his urethra. We still got that to come in about six months, I Very think. Exciting. But carbs protect urethra. Yes. Um, so yeah, there. That's kind of like a running thing throughout. Yeah, they do a few of them. We yeah. don't need to mention again because nothing happens till the end of it. Yes. Uh, next up, women's we have division. Women's division is back with with a a bang. Uh, Oklahoma. That piece of shit Ed Ferrara. <laughs> um, he brings out. Uh, we have Mona. The former Miss Madness, the future Molly, Molly Holly. Holly, wrestling in a gown and bare feet. Yes, although she did take off the, the, the bottom gown, half of the, the gown. Yes, yes. A, it, it becomes a little dress, dress thing, yeah. yeah. Taking on the debuting uh, Monster Ripper, Ron Singh, yeah. who is, I don't know, 50. 
Uh, she, yeah, she was in her late 30s, actually. She wasn't yeah. that old, but she only died when she was 41. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, she just debuted really young. She did debut really young. Because um, this is her, in fact, 21st year in the business. Yep. Um, they had a pretty okay match. Yeah, it was just like big versus small. Yeah, stuff. Molly had fun. some good fire. There was one odd thing where Mona just like straight up Irish whipped her, and yeah. like normally when you do that, the big person always reverses, but well, just took the whip. Also, Oklahoma came out yes. and said that like oh, oh and he yeah, and he because he still we all assumed that the feud with Medusa ended when uh, they, after they, they had their cruiserweight title match apparently it's still going yes so he has found a uh, good job for Medusa in the women's division which is a referee yes so he makes her a special referee. and for this match. she like is just compliant she's just like yeah oh, alright like, whatever the, the story is she's being punished yes but she didn't care no so she was pretty like nonplussed just like yeah. okay here I am I guess yeah and initially there was a spot where she Kind of missed uh, a near fall that Molly or Mona was going for, yeah. and, we're and it like seemed like she was playing heel. Yeah, but, but she wasn't. She, she was forgot. She was just doing a bad job <laughs> refereeing. Yeah, very Kimberly Page. Very yes. Kimberly oh, Page. We she are, was infinitely better than Kimberly. We are still. We are as far as thumbs up or thumbs down. We are zero for two on female special refs. Sure, sure. But Kimberly Page was way worse in that match between Buff and uh, yes. DDP a few weeks back. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Mo- Molly does a couple, uh, she does a top rope drop kick, she does a springboard cross body. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Um, barefoot. Barefoot, no less. Um, and then there's just a shitty fuck finish. Here's what I wrote. Yes. Oklahoma tries to cheat. Yes. Medusa kicks him. Yes. Singh punches Medusa. Yes. Oklahoma counts the pin. Yes. The Seems end. legit. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And even... That's what happened. It's funny. Because the, uh, I guess the timekeeper, they don't play the music initially. They, yeah. d- they don't ring the bell initially. Because not a ref yes. counted the pin. Yes. But then he gets in there and raises her arms and it's like, well, well, this seems pretty official. He raised her arm. Let's ring the bell what more can we do? and play her music. And what was her music, Kelly, by, by the way? Rhonda Singh's music. Uh, returning uh, oh, yeah. monster heel woman. I believe it was Chris Jericho's Jericho surf, rock, surf music? rock Yeah, face music when he first started. Yeah, Jericho 96, 97, baby face music. Um, which which is, is one of my favorite themes. Such a good theme. Yeah, Not one of my favorite things, themes for Rhonda Singh. Doesn't really suit her, if we're being honest. Um, <laughs> Funk versus Lex. Funk versus... Lex, um, I just want to bring attention to this note right here. I'm just gonna read that. I hope. That. I hope WCW rots in hell. Yeah, uh, that was at the conclusion of the uh, the last match. Uh, this uh, this person that was also refers to Oklahoma as Fat Eddie. Yes. Uh, we do take our own notes as well, but we are we're using yeah. some other notes as, so as we a reference miss point. Any segments. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so the total package: Lex Luger with. Uh, Sad Elizabeth. Sad Elizabeth. <laughs> taking on Terry Funk. Um, up to a point, this was probably the best match on the show. Best match of the show, yeah. Um, Terry Funk's a professional. Sure. Lex is made of glass. He is. Yeah. Um, they do do kind of a funny bit at the beginning where Elizabeth is taking off Lex's uh, his tank top and his tearaway pants. She takes off the top. She's about to take off the pants. Terry Funk sneaks up behind Rips off his pants, kind of, kind of crotches him a little bit in the process. Luger turns around, gets punched in the face. Yeah, which is exactly what I wanted to happen. And it was yeah. very satisfying. We noticed, and there's a note here that 
uh, funk with a horrible running clothesline. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, like a real backyardy left-handed clothesline. I well, I guess funk funk's a lefter. He punches a lot with his left, yeah, right? I think he's pretty ambidextrous. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was the uh, hold your arm straight out yes. at ninety degrees and just sort of bounce it. Off the uh, off the guy, it just looks terrible. Looked bad. Luger, on the other hand, he's a real clothesline professional. I recall sure. he, he threw a pretty nice one on the floor. Yeah. If if Luger's good for anything, it's uh, it's clotheslines and yep. forearms. Yes. Running forearms and killing Liz. Um. So uh, how did this even end? I don't remember. Oh, Liz slid in the chair and then got in the ring and then the match just got thrown out. Yeah. yeah Funk missed a moonsault. Liz yes. slid in the well, chair. Missed. Well, hit a guy in missing. Yeah. <laughs> Liz slid a chair in and Liz got in and they said that's enough of this basically and then he was going to break his arm with the chair and then uh, Arn Anderson came out dressed up as uh, Jay Leno in his Jay Leno cosplay <laughs> yeah Gra- grabbed the chair all denim, and all denim everything and it was just sort of like nope not going to do it and that was it and they agreed and yeah. <laughs> parted ways what arm says goes I guess um tag title match uh, yeah, before we got to that though, there was a there's there had been a bunch of segments with Nash and the nurses in the back. Yeah, uh, Nash made and it was getting to the point, as I said, where like if they just started blowing him, it wouldn't have been out of place. No. no. Uh, so Nash, this is where Nash made the main event for the U.S. title. Yeah. Then he said he was feeling real under the weather and he needed some medicine. This is where I assumed they were gonna blow him, but instead they sprayed whipped cream into his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then was the conclusion of the Italian wedding, where um, Daphne caught the bouquet. Yes. Um, laughed and screamed. Laughed and screamed, which brought out Crowbar and David Flair, who jumped the Mamelukes from behind and had a, like kind of a food fight, I guess. Cake like, fight. They threw cake, cake around. Yeah. Um, immediately after this, it just please ca- keep in mind. Yes. Flair and Crowbar. Yes. Don't like the Mamelukes. Yes. And the Mamelukes don't like Flair and Crowbar. Yes. Please remember this for two minutes from now. Yes. So uh, immediately we cut away. Uh, it's announced the match is for the WWE Tag Team Championships, which is held by the Mamelukes. Which we didn't remember. No. Even though yes, we the Mamelukes were wearing the titles yes. in every promo. <laughs> so much happens, it's hard to keep track of. Uh, Harlem Heat 2000 comes out, Stevie Ray and Fat T. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so fat. Then uh, Daphne, uh, David Flair, and Crowbar come out covered in cake. Yes. Yeah. Continuity. Yes. Then uh, the Mamelukes come out. Jump them. Uh, they jump them. It's a three-way for the titles. Yeah. Um, it's a real all over the place. Oh, it's, it's, not, uh, it's not great. I can't tell you a lot that happened. No. I do. I know things. I know the finish. Uh, I think Crowbar was decent in it. Crowbar uh, sneaking his way into the top five. I mentioned, yes. Crowbar is sneaking his way into the, our top five out of the top 100. Yeah. He's a real underrated worker. He definitely carries the load for his team. Yeah. You don't say. Understatement. Yes. Um... What the fuck happens? I don't even remember. Um, well, it's not important. Here is what's important. Here's yeah. here's the finish. Um, Stevie and Vito. Stevie and Vito in the ring. Legal. Stevie's getting the advantage. Hits the ropes. Uh, David Flair hits him from behind with a crowbar. He gets small package by Vito. Yeah. David Flair, who hit him with a crowbar, yes. just stands there and watches. Seems okay with this turn of events. Yes. Happy with the fact that his, his rivals... Win. And win the match the because of him. Yes. Doesn't seem to care. No. Yeah. Uh, then Harlem Heat 2000, who are upset about all this, do a series of the best moves yes. I've ever seen. Stevie completely no-sells getting hit by a crowbar. 
Yeah. Oh, before oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. there was the one slapjack bef- yeah. before that in the match. Oh yes, that that led to the the yeah. Stevie did a standing slapjack. Yes. On Stamboli. No, uh, on, on Vito. Vito. Okay. Oh, was it on Crowbar? It was on, it was on Crowbar. Crowbar. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The slapjack, of course, being Stevie Ray's finisher at the time, which was basically a pedigree setup where he would lift where the guy lift up. Yeah. yeah, lift the guy into the air like you're going to double arm suplex him, but then land him flat yeah. on his stomach. So he did the first part normally. Yes, but instead then of jumping to his, his knees, knees, he just kind of did squatted. a he did a squat. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then looked real pleased with himself. I was just like, ta-da! Yes. That was not the case, however, when... Uh, that post- was only... Uh, that, that was the fourth best move from a double underhook that happened in yeah. this match. Yes. So, post-match, Harlem Heat 2000 are pissed that they got screwed out of the titles. So, they proceed to do the following. <laughs> Stevie Ray goes to give the slapjack to Disco. Big T steps in. Big T steps in, decides... I'm gonna help. We're gonna spike this shit. <laughs> we are gonna spike this shit. How, do you, is, how do you spike a pedigree? Up, yeah. You can't spike a face plant. No. So, not a face plant. <laughs> Drop him on his head. Yeah. Lifted him up for the slapjack, and then as Stevie is dropping to his knees, Big T... Just pushes. Pushes down. Straight And down. Disco just goes straight to his head. Give him a spike Triple H on champagne. Yeah. Not quite Marty Garner level of yeah. gross, but approaching. Yeah. yeah. Uh... <laughs> It was at this point, Big T sets up for the Pro River Plunge. Yeah, which none of the commentators knew what the move was. No, what he's doing. They're they like, oh, he's, he's going his for his own slapjack. No, but, guys, he has his own finisher. Keep no. keep in mind when we when we reviewed the last show that had Big T doing a Tiger or Pro River Plunge. Yes, which was on Booker T. Yeah, a couple couple of weeks back. And if you remember, when he got him up, he sort of fell over like a schlub. Yes. And did it. So now it's time to redeem himself. Yes. On, on Vito. On Vito. Yes. Vito, who's not like a small guy. A pretty, pretty big guy. But whatever. Big T's got all that mass to him, so he could probably get him up, right? Yep. So he gets uh, Vito up. And Vito, I don't think, really jumped or really helped all that much. So he not had to... He got him up halfway and then had to force him all the way up. Which in then case, he got him up sort of, you know... Going forward for the Pearl River Plunge, then kind of it just kind of collapsed on itself, and then he and fell forward. He fell himself. forward himself. Supposed, by the way, you're supposed to sit down with yeah. this move, and Vito fell on top of him. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, just kind of fell into a pile. Also, Stevie was trying to spike this, so yes. he kind of gets in the way. <laughs> it's a real mess. Yeah. Um, then they go to do the same thing to Johnny the Bull. Mm-hmm. Um, Stevie does a better job of spiking it. Uh, Ahmed still finds a way to fall to a knee. To not sit down. Yes. But he actually hit it somewhat clean. That, that was the cleanest one he hit the, yeah. the entire time. Yeah. Uh, it was a real mess, if, if I were to say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then uh, we had a, a canyon... Oh, bump. sorry. Post that. So they just got beat down by Harlem oh, Heat yeah. and their moves. Then Flair and Crowbar decided they had to run out and hit them with stuff afterwards oh, yeah. as well. Yeah, after they helped them retain the titles. Correct. Yeah. Made lots of sense. That's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, then we had a Canyon promo uh, wearing what first just appeared to be like the WCW world title. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, held by Sid. Yeah, and we're like, I don't remember Canyon winning the title. No. Uh, if you look closer at the nameplate, it says Jimmy King on it. Yes. It's the title from Ready to Rumble, which yes. they are promoting. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I wrote about that was, has Canyon always had a terrible list? Because this was nonsense. It was like... Crazy. I think it's the character he's portraying. Chris Champagne Canyon? Yes. All right. Or Champagne Chris Canyon? CCK, either way. I can't, I can't remember <laughs> which one it actually is. But um, Oh, and he's got some random women with him that really don't do anything and aren't memorable whatsoever. Right. 
But they do come out later for his match dressed up in these kind of skimpy heart bikini things yeah. with like bad blonde wigs. Mm-hmm. Um, Mama Lukes are getting stretchered out because of the beating. They just make their comeback and decide they don't want to get stretchered out. Yeah. And they challenge the freaks or whatever they are to initially what's called a Sicilian stretcher match and then later in the same promo an Italian stretcher match. Should have quit while you were ahead. Yes. Uh, for, the prom- uh, for the pay-per-view, I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, the next match we have is a WCW hardcore title match. It is Bam Bam Bigelow versus The Wall. They did some hardcore stuff. Yep. Uh, Bam Bam gave him a, a flapjack off the second rope through a table. Yep. Then he picked him up and hit the Asbury Park for a clean win. Yep. Match of the night. It was pretty good. Inoffensive. Three minutes. Yep. I mean, it was your standard WCW 2000s hardcore brawl, but. Yep. It was alright. Yeah. Not too bad. There was like a lot less to complain about than every other match. Yeah. So low uh, bar, but so far match. This is true. Although the one bummer is like randomly after the match, the wall just decided he got to get his heat back and he chose Slam Bam Bam. Just because yep. why not? WCW in two thousand, everybody. Yeah. And Brian Knobs came out and did something after the match. Uh yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm guessing it's him and Bam Bam at the paper. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems like it should be him and Fit Finley based on everything up to this week, but uh, what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, next up, we have the aforementioned Chris Canyon taking on Dustin Rhodes. Second fattest guy on the show. Yes. Who, the only time up to this point we've seen him is in recaps, PSAs. From, recaps from Thunder and Don't Try This at Home PSAs. Yeah. Um, so it's exciting to see him in his leather pants. Yes. And like Moulin and Rouge Moulin vest. Moulin Rouge two-tone vest. Yeah. Yes. They actually had a pretty decent match. It was fine. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. Um, if like if you could take both guys at their best, it'd be a great match. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this one, is not this is not their best. No. no. One of the things we were confused in this match was Canyon chasing the ref, but yeah. I, I the ref took the chair from him. That's why he chased him. Yeah. I guess sure. I guess Canyon was going to use a chair. The ref took it away. Canyon chased chases him, and the ref like runs away instead of being like yo I'm the ref I will disqualify you if you touch me yeah um but like they use it as like a spot where like Canyon is so caught up chasing the ref that he gets like jumped with a clothesline by Dustin yeah that uh, makes no sense Dustin who's the baby face Dustin who's the baby face yeah that's like a heel spot you do with your manager yeah alright but the other way around yeah I'm just thinking about 98 Canyon versus 2013 Goldust that's a fucking good match that would be really good actually <laughs> um the finish of this is something we don't remember Dustin Rhodes ever doing. Uh, th- this begins a a small segment of the show where people use finishers that we've never seen before. Yes. <laughs> in back-to-back matches. Yes. So, yeah, so Dustin wins this with, uh, if oh. you combined a boss man slam with a choke slam. Basically. Yeah. It's like a lifting, elevated boss man slam. Yeah. It looked pretty good. It looked fine. Yeah. I just wasn't expecting... First, that move to exist. Yes. And secondly, him to win with it. Correct. Yeah. But here we are. Uh, Way to go, Dustin. You're the, also, you're fattened on drugs. <laughs> this is true. What What was... Didn't he have a gimmick after Goldust? Flat Green. Well, yes. But um, it was, he was, it was still in WF where he was like... WCW. No, I think he was still in WF when he had this one. It was like... He was like a hardcore Christian. Yes. Like, yes. Like, yeah. What was that? Like? It was that the was, artist formerly known as Goldust. That was. It was after the artist formerly known as Goldust when he went to Dustin Runnels. Yes. And well, yeah, it was. Yeah, and he re- he repented against. for the artist formerly known yeah. as Goldust. And feuded yeah. with Valvinus because he's a a sinner, a, a, sex, a, he- a sex purveyor, a heathen, 
a heathen. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that happened. That was that was in like mid ninety eight. Yeah. It's it's happening right now on the right last year on <laughs> on the uh, Brian and Vinny recaps. I remember them doing in the uh, summer of two nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. Rock. Yes. Yeah, a terrible cover, but anyways, Smooth. good, good on you. <laughs> um, so back to the subject of guys finishing with things you don't remember fi- them finishing with. Booker T, who is actually just Booker. Yeah. Although the announcers forget and just keep calling just him Booker T. T. Yeah. And then eventually halfway through, they're like, oh, I guess we're not supposed to call him this. Uh, takes on the demon. In a special main event. Yes. Um, the demon's got some real pretty streaks in his hair. Yeah. And... Uh, Look real cool. I guess, yeah. They uh, was this match like ninety seconds, maybe. Real like short. it was yeah, real, short. real short. They didn't do much. much of anything. Uh, and then Booker T just finished him. Wins with, with, wins with his finisher, the Spinebuster. Well, yes, they call it the Hundred Tenth Street Slam. <laughs> okay, uh, that actually rings a bell. I remember hearing that. Yeah, I guess that was one maybe that he was did called. use this for a little while right now. Yeah, yeah. Booker likes to change it up. Gets a lot he of things does over. Like to change it up. Yep. But yeah, no, no bookend, no. I mean, he did the sidekick. Yes, he did the sidekick. Then Spinebuster. Yes, yeah. Harlem um, sidekick. No Mr. scissor Rock kick. Kick. Yeah, definitely no Harlem hangover because he had no, been. No, that's almost phased out by this point. I think it's pretty much phased out after he was killing people in '98 with yeah. it. So, or forever with it. Forever. Um, we're on to our first of two special main events. Michael Buffer introduces Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair. Yep. Um, this was fine, I guess. It was Hogan's first match since October. Yep. Um, Flair's the heel, Hogan's the babyface. Hogan basically no-sells Hogan sells absolutely nothing besides low blows and foreign object shots. Those are the only things he sells. He He does not sell chops, does not sell moves. Did he have him in the figure four? Had him in the figure four, just got up from it. Yep. Made his classic Hogan comeback after, like, Flair got a little bit of what I guess you can call heat. Yeah. um, Heat where the face doesn't sell. Basically. Um, This ends up with a real fuck ton of things going on. People running in. Lex runs in. Uh, So, yeah. Flair Flair bumps Hogan with an object. He's going to pin him. But then Jimmy Hart runs in to stop the referee from counting the pin. Because Hogan unfairly got hit with an object. But then Lex comes in and goes to jump Jimmy whose hand was broken by Lex previously. Then Terry Funk goes in to even the odds, but Liz stops him. Then, uh, in the process, Hogan's arm does get stomped by, yes. by Luger, um, which I guess is setting up some heat and like a reason that Luger can actually get some heat on him for their singles match on the pay-per-view but coming probably out. Still won't. Hogan's probably still going to no-sell everything. Um... So this did actually set up two pay-per-view matches, in theory. I don't know if they happen on the pay-per-view, but in theory, it's Hogan, Luger, and Flair Funk. They do happen on the pay-per-view. Excellent. Um, Good job. Okay. Booking team. But then Hogan still... Oh, actually, I kind of did out of order. Hogan clears the ring, does his cup of the years and his his usual oh, yeah. 80s shtick. Then Luger jumps him, hits him with the bat, stomps his arm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Set, sets up the... Uh, yeah, Luger the... did come out twice. Yeah, Luger came out, yeah. then got chased off. Then after, like, all the security had chased everyone off, Luger just came back again. <laughs> um, which brings us to our main event. Okay, I didn't. I just read that little bullet there. I didn't know that was said. Madden said that Hogan looks like a hot dog left in the microwave too long. <laughs> I, missed, I missed that as well, but that, that is an apt description yeah. of one Mr. 2000's Terry Bollea. <laughs> um, 
Sid and Jarrett for Jarrett's U.S. title. Sid could become a double champion. He could. He doesn't. No, because that would involve a clean win. Yes. And you don't get those on these shows. We don't. Um, we got... Uh, one? Uh, two? Two. Oh, Booker's was clean. Uh, Tanks oh, no. was clean. Uh, and Bigelow. So three. As clean as you can get in a hardcore match. Yeah. Yeah. There was no outside interference. No, no, outside it was just interference. And he hit a move. Under, under the, the context, the rules of the match, it was clean. Yeah. Yes. Um, so Sid and Jarrett brawl around a bunch. Um, Sid kind of takes advantage, goes to chokeslam him. That's something I've noticed about this WCW, like, 2000 style, is it's go for your finish as fast oh, as you yeah, can. Yeah. Uh, get in, get out. You're, you're not paid by the hour. Yeah, because there was... I, I recall in a Sid-Scott uh, Hall match a few weeks back, maybe last week... Yeah. Uh, we hit the choke slam. Like, yeah, Sid, like, hit all of his big immediately. moves immediately, and then, like, Hall came back through, like, interference and, like, cheap shots. Yeah. And that's basically... Hall, who's now a face, by the way. Yes. That's basically what happened here. Jarrett low blows him yeah. when Sid's going for the choke slam. Um, then he uh, gets him in a sleeper hold, <laughs> wears him down yeah. a little bit. Sid gets a comeback. Um, <laughs> the best is uh, Jarrett. Uh, oh, that's right. Sid gets his comeback, goes for the powerbomb. Uh, in the process of uh, powerbombing him, Jarrett, I guess, kicks Mickey J. He, like, eye-raked him. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, Mickey J is off selling in, in the corner. Uh, Jarrett reverses out. Um, gets the title belt. Gets the title belt, hits Sid with the title belt. Goes for the pin. One, two, kick out. Oh, very dramatic. Kicks out of the pinfall because of the slow count for Mickey J, who's still selling. Yep. Jarrett gets pissed at Mickey J, so he gives him the stroke. Yeah, just yeah. Stri- Mickey J takes it well. Yep. It was good. It's a stupid move, but he took it well. Yep. Then he goes to give Sid the stroke. Sid counters it to his Crispin Walker Crosby. Which oh. was awesome. Oh, my God. Sid, still number one. Yeah. That kept him there. Still the, still the greatest. I love you. He's like, well, I vanquished this guy, so uh, <laughs> his move's mine now. I vanquished him by losing to him and him quitting. Basically. Uh, the Harris brothers run out to stop Sid. Although, it's not like there was a referee there to count the fall and give Sid the title. Nope. Um, it is that... Oh, that's right. Then uh, the Harris's come in. They jump Sid. Jarek gets a guitar. Hits him over the head. Wins. Pins him. The, their evil referee, Johnson or whatever. Slick Johnson. Yeah. He runs out. Counts the pin. Real shit fest of a show, WCW. <laughs> These two guys and a guy that we didn't see tonight will be wrestling for the world title. I, I don't know about you, but I'm real stoked for Super Bowl. I'm stoked for Scott Hall's last match. It's a good thing we're going to watch it, right? We've already watched the only match that matters. Yeah, no, the only match that matters on that show is, in fact, Tank Abbott versus Big Al. Have I watched it ten times in the last year? That's an exaggeration. Probably legitimately three or four, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, quite a bit. Um, no, we, we will not be watching Super Brawl. However... We will be telling you the results before we do the next We Nitro. will be back to cover next week's Nitro, February 21st, the night after Super Brawl. We'll see how that goes, I guess. Uh, Spoiler, pretty well.